Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, September 29th, 2017. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, uh, so you got a guest on Sunday. It's a uh, pretty big guest <laughs> to come on to uh, today on or on this week on Broadway. Do you want to tell the folks who that is? Are, are you allowed to tell the folks who this is? Uh, it is a returning guest. Did you know that? I think it's been a while, though, right? Oh, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. So, uh, Alan Mankin's going to join us and talk uh, oh. on Sunday. I'm going to talk with uh, Peter and Michael and me. Uh, and we're going to chat about it. He's just back from Europe. We've been setting this up for a, a, a while. And uh, we're excited to have him on on Sunday. And he's talking about the new, or specifically going to talk about the new cast recording for the Encores production of God Bless You, Mr. Rosewater, right? I mean, I'm sure you'll talk about more things, but he's talking yeah. about that because that album was just released. Yeah, it's a very good album, too, with with Santino Fontana and Skylar Aston. It's, it's really good. So uh, I recommend people checking that one out. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. So it's uh, Friday. We're wrapping up the week. Let's get right on to the news. Uh, first up in the news, Jez, but Jez Butterworth's The Ferryman is looking for a Broadway transfer. Yeah, James, I think I've told this story before, but one of my most thrilling theatrical experiences was sitting in the theater and watching Jerusalem on Broadway with Mark Rylance. But nonetheless, the second that I left the theater, or actually while I was still sitting in the theater, I had absolutely no idea what the hell was going on in Jerusalem. Uh, that play was by Jez Butterworth. And yesterday, the Daily Mail's Baz Bama Boy reported that Sam Mendez is looking to bring his acclaimed production of Jez Butterworth's The Ferryman to Broadway sometime in 2018. Negotiations are currently underway, but there's no specific details yet, only that it's looking for a 2018 Broadway opening. Does that mean spring 2018? Fall 2018? Who knows? The uh, the show ran at the Royal Court Theater for a sold out run in the West or in London before moving to the West End's Gielgud Theater. The Ferryman centers on rural dairy in 1981. The Carney Farmhouse is a hive of activity with preparations for the annual harvest, a day of hard work on the land, and a traditional night of feasting and celebrations lie ahead. But this year, they will be interrupted by a visitor. Seems ominous. In other Baz Bama Boy Sam Mendez news, he also reported that Mendez will direct Stefano Massini's three-part drama about the investment bank, the Lehman Brothers. The Lehman Trilogy, which is to be produced by the National Theater and Neil Street Productions, will be a translation of Massini's original work, which was produced at Milan's Piccolo Teatro in 2015. The National Theater's artistic director, Ben Power, will do the translation, and according to the Mail, the three-part drama revolves around a familiar merchant from Bavaria who sails to New York in 1844 and establishes what will become a venerable financial institution and concludes with Titanic infighting and and concludes when Titanic infighting causes the fall of the company. You know, we tried this with Enron, James, and uh, that didn't go so well. I don't know that we are far enough removed from the Lehman Bank thing for it to really take hold in, in New York and in the U.S. Um, just about 10 years by the time this actually happens. Um, maybe it'll play a little differently in London, but I don't know that people are quite ready to see a play about the Lehman Brothers right yet. Did you know I worked for Lehman Brothers? I think I did. I mean, it was, what, 20 years ago? Yeah, something like that. Um, 
even to me, somebody who was invested and worked for Lehman Brothers, I'm really not interested in this. Uh, you know, I guess it, it, it's got to be about the storytelling, the Enron thing. Was that a musical or was it a play? It was it was a play with music. There were dancing raptors and lightsaber ballets. And it was a yeah. little it was a little strange, but <laughs> I mean, I'm all for strange. But it was just so on the heels of the Enron collapse that it just felt like too soon. And of course, that's something it originated in London as well. Um, so obviously they would have a different perspective on things like that. But yeah. I could, uh, you know, I could see these type of things being um, uh, a short run type of off Broadway things to make it a large commercial thing. I, I, I think that they 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 better not be hoping to sell it on the name Lehman Brothers. Um <laughs> Well, you know, they should be selling it on uh, Sam Mendes and, and a great story. And, and maybe they have a really compelling story to tell there. I'm not, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it depends on if they can get some really good investors behind the show, you know. <laughs> no. No? <laughs> All right. Broadway ticketing news. Oh, you're going to yeah, taunt me here, aren't you? Well, I, as soon as this press release came in yesterday, I texted you good luck. And I don't think you checked it right away. So you had no idea what the heck I was talking about. Because <laughs> usually we get press releases at the exact same time. And yeah. we can talk about them without t saying what we're talking about. But anyway, yesterday, Bruce Springsteen, Jujamson Theaters, and Lucky Seat announced that beginning yesterday, uh, Springsteen on Broadway has launched a digital lottery that will begin with a first preview that comes this Tuesday at the Walter Kerr Theater and will play all the way through the final performance on february 3rd you have to go to luckyseat.com slash springsteen dash broadway or of course the show notes at broadwayradio.com to get the link <laughs> but how it works is for every performance 26 tickets will be sold for 75 dollars each that's that's more than a lot of like full price tickets on broadway but whatever i mean when you're getting emails telling you you're not good enough to buy tickets i guess it's better than nothing it's a limit to two tickets per winner and seat locations may vary per per, per performance so this isn't like hamilton where you're getting the front row uh, lottery entries will be permitted up to a week prior to the performer performance desired and drawings will occur 24 hours prior to the performance so you can enter a week early so you can you know get in there ahead of time um james have you have you entered yet have you uh started putting your name in for uh for these lottery tickets well i created a server farm full of uh, uh <laughs> bots that will enter me in four thousand different ways and i'll still not be eligible to purchase a ticket so yeah you'll you'll still get emails telling you sorry yes. mames jerino you're not eligible <laughs> exactly Mean Girls to hold a street festival on October 3rd. Yeah, James. Um, October 3rd is is dubbed Mean Girls Day because apparently in the movie, and again, I've only seen parts of the movie, the cute boy turns around and asks the Lindsay Lohan character, Katie, what day it was. And it's October 3rd. And that's like the beginning of her big crush on him or whatever. So on Tuesday, October 3rd, tickets for Mean Girls on Broadway officially go on sale and... They will be having this huge uh, event over at the August Wilson Theater from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. In-person attendees will be treated to show-branded swag, special guest appearances, and cheese fries, which I guess is a thing with the movie as well. Um, there will also be a chance to enter to win tickets to an early preview performance, and there will be a special guest appearance right at 11 a.m., 
Um, I follow some of the cast members on social media and they all seem to be planning to be there. So I would guess they would be there, but I would think the special surprise guest might be one Tina Fey. I don't know, maybe someone from the movie, but I'm going to go with Tina Fey. Um, there'll be mean girls branded food trucks around Manhattan throughout the afternoon. Um, and it was all this kind of crazy, big, fun stuff. You know, James, I, like I said, I've never seen the movie, but for some reason, I'm really excited about this just because of how well they seem to be doing all of the preparations and all the marketing and all the planning for this show. Like I, they've they've got me hooked, even though I'm not someone who is predisposed to be interested based on the movie itself. You know, <clears throat> this is going to be if they keep on doing great, uh, smart promos like this. Let's hope that they have really good weather on October 3rd. That could always Ooh. put a kink into the uh, work there. I'm sure they have contingency plans. The uh, Mean Girls branded umbrellas. <laughs> it's like space balls. <laughs> I, I don't think that the uh, – it's one of those Venn diagram things. The people who are familiar with Mean Girls yeah. probably not familiar with space balls. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up. Now, which camp are you in here? Are you in the Noth camp or the Noth camp? I'm in the Mr. Big camp. Mr. Big to lead the bench at Cherry Lane Theater. Yeah, I, and uh, I, I don't mean the uh, like the the '90s group that had oh, what was their song, Mr. Big uh, Extreme? I don't. Anyway, um, yes, we're talking about Chris. Chris, I'm going to go with Noth. Um, Chris Noth will be starring in the play <laughs> The Bench. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never even seen Sex in the City either, so I don't even know if I'm really using that properly. But anyway, well, he's done other um, things. Other I know that. he was on Law and Order, wife. and he's done good plenty wife. of other stuff. Good, the Good Wife. He's a Golden Globe nominee. Um, anyway, so yes, he's going to be doing the play, The Bench <laughs> at the Cherry Lane Theater. We got completely off topic there. the uh, The show will begin performances on October 15th, with an initial run um, through December 17th. Of course, it could always extend. The play is based on true stories set in urban decay and rubble and it explores the emotional heartbreak of five homeless characters in the catastrophic hysteria surrounding AIDS in the 1980s. The play is written by uh, Drama Desk Obi Olivier Award winner Barry Shabaka Henley and it will be uh, um, you know one of these things that I think I'm kind of surprised they are announcing it this close to the actual first performance James, because I would have imagined that this would be something that a lot of people were, I'm looking forward to. Maybe I just missed it, but um, I think Mr. Big, whether no matter how you pronounce his last name is a, uh, is a pretty big draw and he's a pretty big name to be doing a show uh, off Broadway. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if these tickets go quickly. Oh, I totally agree. And I think that he's going to uh, sell this out right away. So yeah, I think it'll be a good ticket to get. Uh, hopefully I'll get to see it. Uh, next, Broadway on screen. Roundabout's Holiday Inn to dance on the big screen this fall. Yeah, James, we already knew that Irving Berlin's Holiday Inn, which closed on Broadway last January, was going to be part of uh, Broadway HD. Um, in fact, it might already be. Um, but we learned yesterday that it will play one night only through Fathom Events on the big screen nationwide. Um, you can start buying tickets 
next Friday and the live or not live. The screening nationwide will be on Thursday, November 16th at 7.30 p.m. local time. In addition to the full length presentation, audiences will be able to enjoy interviews with the musical's cast, creative team and directors, as well as a documentary on the Fifth Avenue Theater's production up in Seattle. This musical, which features direction by Gordon Greenberg and a book by Greenberg and Chad Hodge, and of course, the incredible music and lyrics by Irving Berlin, star Tony nominee, our friend Bryce Pinkham, along with Megan Lawrence, Laura Lee Gayer, and Corbin Blue, who won a Cheetah Rivera Award for the role, as did um, uh, Megan Sakura, I believe. Um, and this is really cool, James. It seems like it's getting right ready for the holidays on November 16th. Everyone's going to get in the holiday spirit, even though... Everyone kind of thinks of holiday as a Christmas movie. It has all of the holidays from the entire year. So uh, this should be a good way to kind of start the main holidays in the fall, right, for a lot of theater fans. And then also in – it's not technically Broadway on screen news, but it is – something that a lot of people have hoped for some sort of Broadway connection for a long time. Yesterday, Deadline reported that the Disney Channel is in early stages of developing a Hocus Pocus TV movie. A Hocus Pocus was the 1993 cult classic that featured Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy and Jimmy as the Sanderson sisters, who are these three witches who are awakened after years and years of... Hibernation? I don't know. Anyway, um, Kenny Ortega directed the original movie, and this will be apparently a updated new take on the story. Kenny Ortega is apparently not involved, um, but I'm a little torn on this one, James. This is one of those things where I live here in Disney, and the Hocus Pocus stuff at um, Disney during the holidays is super, super popular. I think they're doing something – Sanderson sisters related to 54 below the, uh, this October. So I get it why they'd want to remake it, but it's a Disney movie. They could just play that one. I don't know why they need to redo this specific one without some sort of unique perspective on it. And it hasn't, uh, they've not announced any casting with some sort of, uh, no. Disney actor of the moment type of promo because maybe it's... they haven't. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I mean, this was just reported by Deadline yesterday. But you know, what's interesting about it is, is these weren't like young kids. I mean, there was a kid, a couple kids that were like the 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 protagonists of of, of Hocus Pocus. But like the the main three Sanderson sisters, they were adults. They weren't, you know, young kids. So I'm interested to well, see how they do that. You no, know, uh, Selena Gomez and uh, Miley Cyrus are uh, now uh, Disney old adults. Disney Channel. Yeah, Disney, exactly. Disney adults. You know? <laughs> All <Well>. right. <laughs> Oh, exciting. Lin-Manuel Miranda continues his effort to aid Puerto Rico. I, you know, I was interested to see what Lin was going to say here, and I haven't been up on the news. So what's happening? Well, if I mean, it depends on how not up on the news you are. You oh, no. probably, yeah, yeah you, I know you are up on it, but um I'm, as I'm sure many people know, the uh, island of Puerto Rico, which is a U.S. territory, was utterly decimated by Hurricane Maria uh, to the point where they are still struggling to uh, get communications with many parts of the island. Most of the people on the island do not have power and do not have clean drinking water. And Lin-Manuel Miranda, as you would expect, has been leading a charge online to get people to donate. Ricky Martin, Broadway alum Ricky Martin, is also doing a lot to kind of champion efforts 
efforts to get um, some humanitarian effort down to the island. And yesterday, after a meeting along with his father, uh, Luis Miranda, Lynn was pulled aside by uh, CNN to kind of talk about it. And he talked about the need for humanitarian effort, for charity efforts, to donate money to uh, Puerto Rico. But he also said, as he'd been hinting about on Twitter, that he had written a benefit song that will be released soon. It'll be released on October 6th. He said he had had this idea at three in the morning. He got up. He was actually, I think he was uh, on vacation with his wife's family, like for a family reunion. And he did the initial demo of the song, singing in the bathroom. Um, so I'm sure once that is released next week, we will know all about it and we'll hear it and get it out and a lot of people will buy it. But if you have the opportunity on Friday or this coming weekend to uh, donate to one of the many great charities that are doing good work on the ground in Puerto Rico, please do because they definitely need it. All right. I want you to get us out of here. Sorry, I'm, I, I can't talk right now. My voice is going, James. I'm sorry, but thank you everyone for listening and suffering through my gravel today. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt, and subscribe to Sound Like a Pop on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. It's kind of like when Bobby Brady's voice, is, voice changes, and it's okay. <laughs> it's going to come back. We'll see you soon. Uh, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> My name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Do we have anything teed up for Saturday's slot on the Broadway Radio Network? We do not. Um, we will have a new thing in, uh, for something like at Pop where Jen and I talk about what we're looking forward to and what we're not looking forward to for the fall TV season, but that'll be over at Some Like It Pop's feed. Oh, and we were going to have something for Saturday, but we'll have to tell you about it. Probably run next Saturday. You know, it's that thing that... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. Sun- yeah, that's going to be really fun, too. On Sunday, uh, this week on Broadway, as we talked about at the top of the show, uh, Peter, Felicia, Michael Portantier, and I will have Ella Mankin on. And then on Monday, Matt and I will be back in your ears telling you about what happened over the weekend. 